Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, November 2nd. A brand new exclusive CNN poll gives us a snapshot with six days to go. Republicans are in a strong position in the battle for control of the House. We released our final pre-election national poll here at CNN. The poll conducted by our partners at SSRS shows an electorate that is in a sour mood about the direction of the country, that is overwhelmingly concerned about the economy, and that is not all that enamored with President Biden's job performance. All of that combined sort of depicts an environment of a change election. Our brand new poll in that generic congressional ballot shows that Republicans have a slight edge over Democrats among likely voters. 51 percent of likely voters say they're going to vote for the Republican for Congress. 47 percent say they will vote for the Democrat. Now, this is different than what we had at the beginning of last month. So here, Republicans have increased their share by four percentage points, and Democrats have lost three percentage points. So clearly, as we get closer to the election, we're seeing an electorate more primed to vote for Republicans. The poll also finds an enthusiasm advantage for Republicans. So 27% overall registered voters say they are extremely enthusiastic about voting this year. Not not quite as high as it was four years ago. It was 37% that said that in 2018 when Democrats won the Congress. But there is a clear Republican advantage. 38% of Republicans consider themselves extremely enthusiastic to be voting this year. That is only true of 24% of Democrats. So that's a 14 percentage point advantage. By the way, that mirrors the very same margin, 14 percentage point advantage, that Republicans had on this score in 2010, right on the eve of them winning 63 seats in the House. So it's an electorate in a sour mood. There's an unpopular Democratic president. And there's an enthusiasm advantage for Republicans. Let's add one more thing into the mix. The issue environment plays to Republican strengths. So in our poll, 51 percent of likely voters say that the economy and inflation, that is the most important issue for their vote this election season. It dominates. Okay, it dominates. The only other issue that even cracks double digit support is abortion at 15 percent, way below that 51 percent that the economy is at. Everything else is single digits. And, and here's the thing. Among those economy voters, when you look at how they're going to split their congressional vote between Republicans and Democrats, it's 71 percent of those economy voters plan to vote for the Republican. Twenty six percent plan to vote for the Democrat. So huge advantage on issue number one. And also, when you look at the parties side by side, Democrats have a lot more interest in other issues. In fact, abortion gets 29 percent support among Democratic likely voters as the top issue. It just edges out the economy among these Democratic likely voters, whereas Republicans, seven in 10 likely Republican voters say the economy is the top issue. Nothing else even really comes close. And it is in this context where Three quarters of Americans believe that the economy is in a recession. Now, it's not technically in a recession if you talk to economists, but that's the perception in our poll of Americans. It's in this context that the Federal Reserve made its move today on interest rates. Here's Fed Chairman Jerome Powell. Restoring price stability is essential to set the stage for achieving maximum employment and stable prices in the longer run. 
the historical record cautions strongly against prematurely loosening policy. We will stay the course until the job is done. Obviously, this news could not come at a worse time for President Biden and his party. Earlier today, he was touting his administration's progress on things like infrastructure. He put the economy front and center in his remarks again today. There are three major, major pieces of legislation that already created 700,000 manufacturing jobs and can create literally several million more. You know, it's part of the economic vision I ran on. And I've been carrying it out as soon as I came to office with the help of people in this room. Rebuilding our economy from the bottom up and the middle out. Another big finding in our poll is about the sort of state of our democracy. And like much of everything in American political life, it's a divided nation. So we asked folks if indeed they're confident that the election results will reflect the will of the people. And it's split down the middle. 50% are, 50% are not. And as we've seen before, there's a split when you look at people's party ID on this issue. 61% of Democrats expressed at least some confidence in the fact that election results will reflect the will of the people. 49% of independents say so. And 41% of Republicans. Now, what's noteworthy here is across all three groups, we have seen some increase in confidence from when we asked that question earlier this year. But 2020 election denialism is still the dominant force inside the Republican Party. It's an astonishing stat. Nearly two thirds of Americans overall in this poll believe that Joe Biden was legitimately elected. But when you look at just Republicans, nearly two thirds of Republicans believe he was not legitimately elected president. This is a major area of concern for the health of American democracy. And that's why you're going to see President Biden, even as he tries to show the country he's focused on the economy, he's not going to let go of this democracy issue. Remember, he ran for president stating that his core mission was to restore the soul of the country. Part of that is the protection of democracy. So this evening, President Biden is going to be at Union Station giving an address to the country, a political one at that, and it's not on the campus of the White House. This is through the DNC more than an official White House speech. But President Biden is going to make the case to voters that election results have to be honored and believed as true and absent of fraud if there is no evidence of fraud for there to be a functioning democracy. And as you know, he has an unlikely ally in this mission in Republican Congresswoman Liz Cheney. She was out on the campaign trail for Democrat Alyssa Slotkin yesterday in Michigan speaking about these very themes. Our politics have become too toxic. The republic is fragile. And if we want to ensure the survival of our republic, we have to walk away from politics as usual. We have to walk away. We have to stand up, every one of us, and say, we're going to do what's right for this country. We're going to look beyond partisan politics. If the people in our party are not doing the job they need to do, then we're going to vote for the people in the other party because we are Americans above all else. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.